Hello and welcome to another episode of the Slam podcast uh, brought to you by Callaway in association with Callaway. Um, and they had another fantastic week at the KPMG Women's PGA Championship. Um, Ruoning Yin, who plays the Paradigm Driver, won the event at, 20, at just 20 years old, becomes a major champion at Baltusrol. Um, in second place, commiserations also to Yuka Sasso, who is a Callaway player. Um, herself. So another fantastic week uh, for Callaway. So today's episode is a very special one. We are joined by Live Golf's Richard Bland, um, who uh, spoke to me last week. So at the end of the podcast, he says he's on his way to Valdrama, which would be today. So he'll be flying out there today for Live Golf's event at Valdrama. Um, and it's a brilliant chat. It's a really, really good chat with Richard about um, his resignation from the DP World Tour, his move to Live Golf how his life has changed since um, winning the British Masters at the Belfry. And just in general, um, a really good chat about his life um, and his views on, you know, the important topics in in the golf world at the minute, such as the merger with the PGA Tour. Um, some very interesting views, which you, I'm sure you'll enjoy. So without further delay, here is my chat with Richard Bland. What have these last few? It's been about three weeks, isn't it, since DC? Um, so, what have you sort of been doing this last three weeks? Uh, I uh, I played a bit of golf in New York um, after DC. I stayed uh, for four or five days. Uh, I played some golf with my Daniel uh, Links partner um, Nick Aquavella. Uh, a couple of friends came over as well. So uh, yeah, we played some great courses. We played Shinnecock and. Um, Fry's head, wow. Beth Page back, that kind of stuff. So wow. yeah, it was pretty uh, pretty good four or five days. Weather was great. Um, so yeah, we, we enjoyed that, and then just kind of yeah chilled out a little bit when I got home. Um, I think I had a charity day I needed to do, and then yeah, just kind of been sort of ramping it back up again. You know, this last sort of ten days, um, you know, practicing and playing, and uh, yeah, just getting ready for Valderrama. Really. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah, we've got a pretty tough stretch coming up uh, over the next sort of eight weeks. I think I'm playing six out of the next eight weeks or something like that. So, uh, yeah, good time to be playing well. Wow. So, Beth Page, Shinnecock, what's the best course sort of in that area, do you think? Uh, well, there's this, you know, we played, we also played a course called Deepdale. We played National. Oh, okay. Shinnecock. Yeah, well, Fry's Head was, was really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I played the Open at, uh, at Beth Page back mm. in 09. Um, so yeah, it was good to go back there uh, and play. It was still tough, you know. They still had the rough, uh, pretty severe. They they kind of keep it quite close to a, a US Open setup, uh, which is quite strange for a public course. But uh, yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, all the courses were great in their own way. You know, Shinnecock, you know, for what it is, the history there with the US Open. Um, I think it's there again in a couple of years' time. So. Uh, um, you can see they don't really have to do a huge amount of that play to yeah. get it pretty tricky. Um, so yeah, you know they they're, they're all fantastic. So yeah, yeah we loved it. Um, am I right in thinking you're you're still a member at the Wisley? Is it? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Uh, playing and practicing pretty much. I'm still attached down at Stoneham in Southampton. 
which is my sort of, you know, my home club is, is so okay, sweet, yeah. I live 10 minutes away from the Wisley, so yeah, I've been there like nine years now, um, yeah, it's a great spot to, mm. to play, um, yeah, you've got a few tall players there, um, yeah, the members are great, uh, yeah, yeah, I love everything about it, so yeah, very lucky to be, to be able to be there, so yeah. Uh, yeah, there's no coincidence that since I've joined there, I've probably played some of the best golf in my career. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's maybe something about that. No, it's not a course I've played yet, actually. My brother's played it a few times. He absolutely loves yeah. it. Um, so is Stoneham where you grew up playing golf, is it? sort of home events this year so um to name a few you've got you've got, you've got the open to play then in august you've yeah. got um you've got the international series at close house yeah. um i think you played you played both times at close house didn't you at the masters the british yeah. masters yeah. yeah so uh yeah looking forward to that um you know obviously also the open you know you, you can't not but get excited about that so uh yeah, i've not played hoy lake for quite a number of years well. i think I, I played the british amateur there in about 94 i think was it 94 or 95? Somewhere around there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm going to try and get up uh, there the week of the Scottish, what was the Scottish Open the week before, and just try and get a, you know, just get a look at it myself. Yeah. And, um, so, you're not, so you don't feel like you're having to do too much Open Week. Um, mm. Yeah, off for me. So, uh, I'm going to try and get up there, I think, on the Tuesday, play in the afternoon, stay over. Nice. And then just play Wednesday morning, and then come home, and then I'll go yeah. back up again start the week. So, uh, um, but yeah, yeah, it's quite nice actually. The next sort of four or five tournaments haven't really got to do a huge amount of travelling, mm. which is so uh, um, yeah, certainly put some air miles in this year. Yeah, um, I mean, for me, I, I grew up about fifteen minutes from from Royal St George's, and that's. Um, right. So the Open's always been sort of a part of my life. It's been like a, like a dream. So obviously I'm never going to play it, but that that, that would obviously be the dream. Um, is that is that like a typical dream of yours to to, to win the Open? Of course. I yeah. mean, any if you probably ask uh, an American, their dream would be to win their National mm. Open. Um, and it's I think if you ask any uh, European, it's probably the Open because it's our it's our. It's our tournament. It's our. It's the only major on, you know, or UK or certainly in Europe. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's probably most Europeans number one. Um, it's the oldest. Mm. We we it's the biggest major. I'm sure <laughs> the uh, the Americans might tell you something different, but uh, yeah, but that, that that's fine. So yeah, you know, when I was on the putting green as a kid. You know, you always trying to hold a five footer. It was always for the open. Um, mm. So, you know, I've been fortunate enough to play in a few now. So, uh, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's an event like no other. Uh, mm. 
Yeah, the RNA do it really, really well. Um, you know, you get spoiled rotten, and yeah, and, and, and it's just a, it's just the fairest test of golf, basically. Um, you know, probably with the weather we've had these past sort of two, three weeks, it's probably getting pretty firm and fast mm-hmm. up there. Um, you know, a lot depends on how it plays the next, the week uh, with the weather over the next um, four to five weeks, or even mm-hmm. sorry, less. Than probably four weeks. Um, so we'll see. You know, I, th- I think that's why it's the fairest test. You know, I, I think always with America, they, you know, they can kind of set the winning score to some degree. You know, US mm. Open is all roughly around level par. Um, you know, with, with, with the Open, it's just, it, you're playing against, you're also playing against kind of like Mother Nature as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, US, you know, the Masters is probably a bit manufactured. Um, you know, there's no manufacturing a score at the Open. It's just right, just go play. Yeah. Everybody has to deal with the same stuff. And, um, and yeah, and I think that's why, you know, at the end of it, that's why you're called the champion golfer of the mm. year. Um, certainly. Pretty cool title to have. Yeah, certainly. Um, in, in terms of the event at Close House in August, um, I think it's going to be the fifth event of the International Series this, yeah. this year. I mean, the international series is a pretty great thing for the, for the Asian tour, isn't it? A lot of money's been pumped into it, um, and yeah, it's just a fairly exciting, exciting initiative, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, we play. I know. Um, yeah, I've played the Saudi International three or four times now, and mm. I know that was kind of. I don't think it was on the sort of international series sort of schedule this year, but I know Liv have allowed us that as one of our tournaments. I have to play. Contractually, I have to play three. So okay. I'm going to play house, and then I'm going to play. I think I'm going to play in Singapore at the end of the year. Um, and yeah, you know, they're, they're just yeah, fantastic uh, events. You know, for Asian tour and, and for and for live golfers too. Mm. You, know, you know, play for some world ranking points, which obviously, unfortunately, still on live we're not able to do. Um, and. Yeah, it, it, like you say, for for those Asian tour players, it's, it's a great pathway to, mm. to get on with. And um, yeah, and, and I and I speak to a few guys that have played a few Wade, who's a good friend of mine, Scotty Vincent. Speak to quite a bit. You know, they're just really good events to play. Yeah, yeah it, it, it strengthens the Asian tour. It gets mm. you know some best players in the world playing: Brooks, DJ, Bryson. Those kind of guys come and play the uh, the um, international series. It's it, it only strengthens it, yeah. And, and that's great for the Asian tour. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly there's certainly a different outlook on the Asian tour now, isn't there? Because, well, I think players like uh, sort of Lee Westwood. I think he's won eight times in the Asian tour, and so pe- people yeah. like him have sort of dipped in and out of it. Um, but the outlook of it certainly must look very different compared to, well, for example, when you first joined the tour or turned pro. It must yeah. look very different. Yeah. Joined, you know, the Asian tour was, yeah, was, was no disrespect, it was pretty weak. Yeah, um, you know, probably most, uh, even when we went over to play in co sanctioned events, it would probably be a European player that would win. Yeah, and we're playing, you know, in kind of climates we don't normally play in, grasses we don't normally play on. We had, we kind of had a lot to learn, mm. uh, on how to play those kind of, um, those courses under that kind of climate. Um, but as time has gone on, yes, the Asian tour has just gone from strength yeah. to strength. Um, 
you know, I would say to any young golfer, it's a great learning curve. You know, the more sort of strings to your bow that you can add, you know, playing in different places, different cultures, like you say, different grasses, it just adds to your knowledge of playing the game. And mm. that can only be a thing. And, yeah, and up and coming young lads that want to turn pro, that if, 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 if you don't kind of qualify down the DP world route, maybe look at Asia. Um, uh, yeah, that, if I was starting over again, that's what I mm. would do. Sort of knowing what I know yeah, now. Yeah, so, yeah, of course, yeah. I, I, it wouldn't, it, it wouldn't phase me at all to go and play, and, I, and and it just gets you sort of travel hardened as well. You know, you you're in places by yourself. You've you've got to fend for yourself, and um, and again, it only kind of I think that only helps. Uh, young players so yeah I've seen a huge improvement um, in everything on the Asian tour you know, the tournaments that they put on they're bigger they're better the fields are stronger um, and yeah you've only got to look for someone like Lee who's won like you said I think eight times over there for something and he's done that probably in his prime years mm. so mm. someone of that quality want to go play in Asia um, it speaks for itself basically yeah yeah um, I mean, talk about talking about going from strength to strength. Um, since you won at the Belfry, um, you, your life is—I I think it's fair to say—your life has changed quite significantly. That, that opened a lot. Of, that opened a lot of doors. You—you you, you had a really good run at the, at the WGC match play. You at yeah. the US Open at Tory. You—you you led halfway, um, and now and now you've lived golf. Um, I mean, how would you describe these last few years of your life? Yeah. Um... I wish I'd have done it 20 years ago. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change a thing. Um, like you say, you know, sometimes you always get kind of like the, you know, the late bloomer, so to speak, mm. and, and maybe that's me. And um, but yeah, you know, you, you know, winning at the Belfry, um, yeah, did open a, a, a few doors, you know, to to then lead at Tory Pines. Um, you know, I got to hit the first tee shot that year at Royal St George, which was, you know, one of the coolest experiences, most nerve wracking experiences. Yeah. Um, Just make contact. <laughs> yeah, pretty much was. Yeah. Um, yeah, those, those are things. You know that you're, those, you you those those memories will last forever. Mm. Uh, and yeah, yeah, you know, kind of getting through the group stage last year. It's um, at the mass play and, and, and sort of being one one match away from getting in the Masters, which would have been, um, you know, a, a, obviously a dream come true to play in that event. Um, you know, DJ was just a little bit too strong for me on in the last 16 match. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it only just kind of reaffirms your own belief that you can compete at that level. Mm. Um, and, um, it, and it can only do, you know, Great things for your confidence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and I was fortunate that, uh, you know, where I was in the world rankings at the time, that it allowed me the option to to look at live. Um, and yeah, um, as I've said to many, many, excuse me, as I've said to many uh, people, you know, it's, it's something that I just couldn't turn down at my stage of my career. Mm. I, I, I I couldn't turn that down, and um, and I'm and I'm glad that. It came along, and it is probably one of the best decisions of my life, regardless of the financial um, side of it. You know, it, it, it's 
it, it's just been so cool to play. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, and that's nothing against where I've played for the last twenty years. It's just something different. Certainly. It's just give the, the the golf fan a different look of how golf can be. Um, and that's that's the thing that I've loved about live, and um, and 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 just the kind of because there's only forty eight of us. Mm. Uh, um, you get to know some players, and you get to socialise with some players that you, you never dreamed of. You, you would ever know as much as you would, mm. and um, yeah, and that's and that's been great as well. And, and like, yeah, the team aspect side, you know, you, you're building friendships you know, as much as your teammates. You're building friendships, mm. you know, that hopefully will last. You know, beyond your, you know, your golfing career, and, yeah. um, and, and it's it's just a, it's just a special thing. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of people, you know, that they'll probably shoot me down for that, and okay, but um, unless you're in it, you, you just don't know. Mm. Oh just, yeah, okay, I understand. Yeah, um, I mean, it was almost twelve months ago the first event at Centurion. Um, yeah. And your sort of team has taken the more solid shape now because I think th- th- since in like a year there's been a lot of sort of in and outs in the live teams, isn't there? But you've you've sort of settled on you, um, Graham McDowell, Martin Kyron, Weisberg. Are you are you fairly yeah. happy with that with, with that call? You, you must yeah. you must know them all quite well from the tour. I think I think last year there was always going to be a little bit of to and fro between teams because teams weren't necessarily set. You know, we had the draft uh, that first event in London, which was which was really cool to be a part of yeah um, you know you just kind of sat there going please just don't pick last <laughs> like in the playground um, <laughs> yeah so there was always going to be a little bit of movement around last year um, to try and get the teams finally set captains wanting certain players new players coming in so yeah of course there was going to be a little bit of movement but uh, as we knew we, we were kind of going into the league this year um, you know the, the 48 was going to be a bit more set mm. um yeah, we, we had Laurie at the back end of last year uh, playing with us. And, you know, we had a great sort of vibe between the four of us. Um, and, and unfortunately, didn't, you know, Laurie just kind of missed out and Byrne came in. And, you know, Byrne's a, a great player. What a great record he's had in the game. You know, mm. Ryder Cup uh, won multiple, multiple times in Europe. And, um, yeah, and again, he's someone that I've just got to know and, uh, and GMAC a little bit more. Yeah, two great lads to have on the team. You know, Martin's have, obviously it's been unfortunate that he's he's been a little bit injured this yes, year. Yes, yeah. Um, you know, but again, you, you can't but just not respect respect him for who he is mm. uh, and what he's done in, in the game. You know, two time major winner, players championship, um, you know, multiple Ryder Cups, um, and yeah, and again, just a great guy to be around. Yeah, and you know, kind of. Even at my age, at forty nine, I love sort of listening to him because you know if he, if he gives you a little bit of knowledge, you know it's it's really good. Knowledge. Yeah, yeah. And um, so you know, I, I feel like I'm learning off all three of them, whether they're learning off me or not. Probably, not. <laughs> I'm sure they are. I'm sure uh, they are. Um, you know, but yeah, they're just they're just you know three really good teammates. You know, we we have a lot of fun together. Um, you know, and, and it's just nice to. You have that aspect of it that you can really cheer. You know, if, yeah. you know, you, you you're cheering for yourself, but you're also cheering for three others. As well. Yeah, um, and sort of what I understand from the live team aspect is that so each team is sort of meant to be like a like a sort of franchise. You're meant to grow out um, and sort of 
yeah, yeah, to sort of branch out, get endorsement deals and things. So is that down to you and the team, or is that sort of is that is that more Kymer's role as the captain? I think at the minute we're still there's two teams out of the twelve. There's still two teams that are kind of um, are owned still by Liv, 100. Okay. We're one of them. I think Ironheads is the other one. I know Martin has like a pathway to equity in the team. Um, how that works, I'm not 100 percent certain. Yeah, so I, don't, I know. Martin have to have a pathway to um, equity, mm. whenever, whether that's next year or not, um, I'm not too sure. But yeah, um, that's the idea going forward. You know, the teams are franchised, and you know you want to be able to bring people on board um, to sponsor whatever kind of things. Um, you know, clothing, bags, that mm. kind of stuff. You see, you know, it's all more team branded this year. Um, so yeah, so going for uh, so that yeah, that pretty much is down to you know the team and the, the and their team that they've set up around them for those guys to go and do. Um, I'm sure Liv are trying to bring sponsors in as well. Of mm. course, you know, got to uh, because it's still in its early stages. Well, it's certainly. Still, you know what? Are we only what 15 tournaments old. Um, so yeah, we, we've all got to help each other to. To, to some degree as well, mm. so um, you know. But it's just going to be a really exciting next sort of two years to see, you know, really how far you know Liv can go. And um, yeah, you know, and, and for me, for me, it's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get better. It's only going to get stronger. Um, you know, I just don't see it. Yeah, the the, the ball is rolling. I just don't see it. Yeah, stop. yeah. Um, how how often do you sort of have a dialogue with um with with Greg Norman? Does, does he sort of leave you in the players, other players, to just crack on, or how often do you sort yeah, of converse yeah, with him? Um, you know, you'll, you'll see him. At, I don't think he's at every event. Mm. Um, I think earlier this year, obviously, um, sadly, I think his father passed away. So obviously, I think he's, of course, had uh, some stuff to deal with away from live and. Mm. Uh, um, but yeah, you know, whenever you see him, you know, he's always been great with me. He'll always come up and, uh, you know, shake my hand and ask yeah. how I'm doing. Oh, we always have like a little joke, you know, come on, yeah. let's, what, the oldies, come on, let's, let's stick in there. You know? <laughs> uh, me, me, Lee and um, Phil are the over 50s on, on live. So, uh, you know, I think he's got, I think he's got our back on, uh, <laughs> yeah. on that. So, uh, but yeah, great. You know, someone that I've never, I've never even met. Um, never even spoken a word to, uh, and I met him, yeah, twelve months ago uh, in Live, and he came over to me um, and made me feel so welcome. And uh, you know, so yeah, he's he, as, as regards with that, he's he's been absolutely great with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, at, the, at the end of sort of the Live Golf season last season, you know, they, they, you had the team championship in Miami, and you yeah. and you and McDowell got, got quite a good, you know, a real sort of. Um, emotional victory to get through the quarterfinals. Yeah. I think that sort of, to me, that reminded you that you know there, there's a lot of prize money involved. A lot of a lot of prize money is like a buzzword in golf now, isn't it? But I think that sort of moment showed that you are still sort of trying to prove something, aren't you? Oh, I think. Yeah, you know, I, I, I get you, you know you still still read it today that oh you know they've all they've gone for is is, is the money and this that and the other. And okay, I'm not going to lie that that is that is a part of it. Of course it is. You know, at the end of the day, we're a business, mm. but you still give it a hundred and ten percent every time you go out, and and that's just in your DNA. 
you can't you can't you can't take that away. It's in every sportsman, um, and and maybe people don't understand that. People that don't play sport at the mm. very highest don't understand that. And um, and that that tournament was just something like I've never experienced. Yeah, you know, I was yeah. literally shaking from the first tee to <laughs> the last part. It was it was one of the most nerve wracking sort of eighteen holes of golf I've ever played. But it was it was just great. That's what you that's what we played for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to have GMAC backing you up was just yeah. We we talked about it about three months before that event that we would play foursomes. Yeah, I was starting to play his ball at home. Yeah, we decided that we would go with his tricks and ball. He okay, didn't I like, see. Didn't like the ball that I played. And I've gone right. Okay, well, just you know, I think I can't remember what tournament we're at. So right, let's just let me take two, three dozen balls home and let me play with them. And yeah. I said, right, okay, play with this ball. So that was. So I was absolutely fine going into Miami, knowing I can play with his golf ball. Um, and yeah, we play similar games. We we hit it similar kind of distance. Um, and yeah, we, I think we we've already kind of said that that's what we're going to mm. do this year <clears throat> already. Right? You know, we'll, we'll play foursomes again. Yeah, it's a tough game. Um, you know, we had a great game with uh, Gucci and Pat, and uh, you know, in the, in the quarterfinal, uh, or sorry, in the semi-final, I should say. It, it was it was down to us whether we go through or we don't. Um, and unfortunately, we just we we lost on the last and. Um, yeah, and then Aces go on to win. So, beauty <laughs> yeah, of that event, you know, they could have easily gone out to us because it was, I don't think it was ever more than one hole in our, in our game. You know, they were mm. one up, we were one up. Um, yeah, and they just got their nose, nose in front, yeah. I think, at 15, I think, and, and, and kind of closed it out. So, um, but yeah, it's, yeah, already can't wait for that event this year. It's, mm. it's, it's bigger, it's going to be better. Um, yeah, I think that was, yeah, that was really the sort of the, the sort of snowballing start, you know. I, see. Live, I think. Yeah, um, I mean to to talk of sort of good times, there has been. I think in the last few months, I think it's fair to say, from a European golf fan fan perspective and player perspective, I think there's a bit of t- been a touch of sadness with, you know, the, the, the resignations and you were one player to resign, um, and with the British Masters not far around the corner now, uh, as you're playing on live, I, I think it might be, you know. Do you, do you sort of look back on and maybe not have any regrets, but it must be a strange time to look back on now. You're no longer a member of, a DP, of the DP World Tour when yeah. you spent so much time on it. Yes, very much so. Yeah, I, I must be honest. When I, when I first got my card in, what, 2002, if someone had said to me, right, 21 years later, you would resign from the tour. And be fined. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, and be fined nearly 800,000. I would say you're, you're barking mad, mm. uh, and it was it wasn't a, a you know an easy decision. You know, I, I talked it through with my wife quite a bit, and um, and I just felt like I had you know kind of nowhere to go. Really, the, the tour had um, you know obviously the other players lost the sort of arbitration thing, which which came as a surprise. So yeah, you know, the tour could then really kind of hit us hard with the fines which they did and um, yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it's just a sad way for things to end um, certainly didn't want that to be the case um, you know I think there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of double standards going on that guys can play another tour and play DP World with no repercussions but um, 
uh, if you don't play on that tour, then there are repercussions mm. if you play another tour. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, I don't think it helps DP World at all with the likes of, you know, I, I know Lee's resigned, Pulse has resigned, I think Sergio's resigned, I know Martin's resigned. You're just looking at you're looking at future Ryder Cup captains, and and all deserve to be Ryder Cup captains mm. for what given to the tour. Um, and it, and it's and it's just sad. It's just sad um, yeah. that that's what it's came come down to. And um, and yeah, yeah, there's not much to say really about mm. it. Mm. Other than it's just sad uh, state of affairs to get to, but. Um, yeah, the tour kind of left you with no option, really. With this, with this, the big amount, uh, the big announcement, as we're everyone's calling it, um, a week or two ago, um, it was it was announced that a pathway could be made available for players like yourself to to reapply. Is that ever going to happen? Uh, for me, I don't think so. Um, mm. You know, for, uh, I, you know, I've kind of, I sort of mentally, I think I've closed the book on my DP World career. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we've just been sort of kicked out of the Senior Open, which is... I was going to say, yeah. Kind of, it, yeah. Kind of, like you say, yeah. Yeah, I, I read what Lee said, um, you know, and I thought he put it really well that, you know, I thought, you know, an, an Open is a, an open event is an, a major run by the RNA. I know it's part of you know, his co-sanctioned DP World that... Um, it's an open, so anyone can enter. Um, you know, because, and they're saying, you know, because you're a member of the DP world, uh, you can't play. Uh, or you're, you know, you, you're, but there's, there's, play, there's players um, that are not DP world that are playing. So, okay, so, you know, I'm no longer DP world, so, so why can't I play? Mm. Um, I, don't, I don't get it. Um, but, you know, whether there's some legal side of it I don't know um, yeah yeah um, it just sort of adds to the sting of the situation doesn't it, it... yeah you know it, like you say you were thinking right okay obviously the announcement that came along a couple of weeks ago yeah it was a bit left field I uh, wasn't expecting it um, but you're thinking right okay well hopefully you know things might just sort of settle down or what have you but you know they seem to have nailed you to the cross again um you know, we've had enough of that over the last 12 months. Um, and, uh, yeah, they're just, you know, whether it's their sort of last sort of thing to do to us, we'll see, you know, especially if you'll be able to play in it next year. So, you know, why couldn't we play in it this year? Mm. Mm. Um, do this do this sort of news, does it, do, do you sort of feel the news of, of the um, merger with the, well, the supposed merger with the public PGA Tour and Public Investment Fund, um, do, do you feel more vindicated now? With your decision, so I think. Well, you know, hang on a second. You know, twelve months ago, we were destroying golf, apparently, <laughs> as I'm sure some journalists wrote. Um, you know, we were, you know, we were the criminals, um, and now, um, and going to play on a hostile tour, um, and now, you know, the powers that be have now done a deal with the same people that fund that tour so um yeah you know i i think so yeah i think jay and jay and keith have probably got a lot to answer for and if i'm honest i'm probably surprised if 
if uh, certainly Jay uh, will be in a job very soon. Uh, that's my own opinion. You know, you, t- you t- gonna... take it that far, would you? Yeah. Well, I think he's going to he's going to come under a lot of player scrutiny. You know, because there's probably a lot of players in the US that maybe turn down offers from Liv, and he's on on his probably. Obviously, he can't make that decision for them, but I'm sure he's probably tried to persuade them to stay. Mm. Uh, and now, hang on a second. Now you've just got a, done gone and done a deal with them. Um, so, uh, you know, I guess we just got to wait and see on that. You know, the, the funny thing is, obviously, people are asking us questions about it left, right, centre. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And, I know. Uh, yeah. And you're just probably better off. There's no point speculating because, yeah. um, you know, if obviously if you speculate and you get it wrong, then um, you, know, you kind of look a bit funny. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it, it's, I, I think it's going to take a while uh, before it all kind of irons itself mm. out and we see what golf is going to look like. I think it's certainly probably going to be 18 months before, probably 2025, before we really see what the future of mm. golf is going to look like. Yeah, um, well... Richard, thank you very much for your time. Um, it's yeah. been cracking to speak to you. Um, so when are you going out to Valderrama? When, when... Uh, Monday. Monday. Nice. Um... Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to it. And obviously, we've, you know, we've, a lot of the European lads have played Valderrama many times. Of course. So hopefully, we've got maybe a, a little advantage over the, over the rest of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, as I've said to a few guys, you know, we haven't really, I've never really played Valderrama in July. So mm. you know, normally in April or we play in October when it's quite soft um, it's probably could be quite firm out there yeah. I'd imagine southern Spain in July could be could be pretty warm so I was uh, there in I was there in May I was well not out of El Drama but we I was on like a trip and we played at Rail Club Sotter Grand yeah, okay. which was amazing. Um, but yeah. we couldn't we couldn't play Valderrama because it was actually preparing for the live event actually. So right. Um, but no, it's the it was it was amazing amazing course. Um, so I'd recommend yeah, I'd certainly recommend yeah, if you can get some time it'll there. It will be absolutely perfect. Yeah, the greens will be perfect. Mm. Uh, yeah, they, they yeah they'll, they'll literally throw the kitchen sink at getting that place in in the best condition that they possibly can. So uh, yeah, looking forward to it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and hopefully, uh, hopefully we can get a you know a European win and a, and a clean win.